Time now to go out to the hotline and all the way out to Denver, Colorado and talk to our friend Joe Williams of the Joe Williams Show in Denver. We talk every week about college football mostly, and Joe joins the program. How are you, Joe? Well, the uh, question is, is it still a heavy bunch of gators down there? You just had to get that in, didn't you? You just had to well, get yeah. that in. Trying yeah. to exacerbate people like you always do. Well, let's put it this way. They're a whole lot happier, Joe, than they were a couple of months ago. Uh, when yeah. uh, things fell apart here in the swamp, but yeah, uh, uh, there's a lot more uh, hope right now. I would imagine among the Gator faithful than there was this time a year ago, or this time two years ago. No doubt about it, Joe. If it's, I'm not uh, mistaken, you are correct, sir. You know, we we did your show this week, and we talked about coaching changes, and something yeah. has kind of escaped and gone right over my head, and I'm trying to catch up to it because. You know, it gets so crazy, uh, Joe, uh, this time of year when you have all these changes. You can't keep up with who's going to what and where. And we have to re-educate ourselves once again about, uh, you know, about these uh, coaches and where they've gone and who's coaching where. Because I have to get my list out every year. But one of the things I noticed, and it's so so sly, and I don't know if it's sly, but just just living under the radar. A former coach here under Will Muschamp, who was the offensive coordinator, and went to South Carolina with him, Kurt Roper, uh, mm-hmm. somehow was let go during the, right during the week of the bowl game. Surprise. And he wound up as the quarterback coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. And I hadn't heard much about that. I don't know if you'd heard much about it or not. But, other, uh, uh, not nothing other than that's where he's at right now. So they've had uh, they've had some changes on their staff here over the last couple of three years. And, uh, you know, they lost their uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Jim Levitt. He went to uh, Oregon. And uh, they've had Mac McIntyre, uh, Mike McIntyre had some changes to his staff. And, uh, you know, I guess it's not too unusual. Uh, uh, there's a lot of assistant coaches that are always kind of on the move. That's the life you sign up for when you become a college assistant football coach. Well, the money's good. You know, I mean, yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and the money's good. Yeah. Why wouldn't you if you can make a hundred thousand dollars or six hundred thousand dollars? I believe we might change radio stations for that amount of money, Joe. Wouldn't you? Well, yeah, with a little arm twisted, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of arm twisting. So, yeah. you, you asked me this question, and I'll return the favor. I was on your show. Uh, you said, Well, it was the first full season, first full week, excuse me, without football. What was it like for you? Well, it's a it's an adjustment because uh, you know working here in Denver, as you know, because you were here many years, it's just kind of a Denver Bronco town, and professional football. Not that we don't keep up with it, but there isn't. Uh, you know, we we've always kind of been known as a college football show, mm-hmm. and uh, you know whether that that's kind of where we've uh, we we've aimed to our audience towards that. If you want to talk college football. You know, it's right here. Uh, CSU, CU, now this doesn't mean a lot to people down there in Florida, but uh, our brand of football here, Air Force, is what we have. We've got CSU and CU. And, uh, you know, there's very rarely anything, and I'm talking about over the last 20 years, 25 years, uh, any conversation what's all about the, the Colorado State Rams unless we initiate it. And uh, people just don't, uh, other radio stations, and we have like five afternoon drive time uh, sports talk shows in this town, and none of them talk CSU football, and for that matter, hardly any of them talks uh, CU football. 
and even less Air Force. The, the Denver Post, our newspaper in town, but he doesn't even send somebody down to cover Air Force football anymore. They don't even do that. So it's uh, if you're a college football fan, you have to kind of search, you know, for your information, and uh, we try to provide that as, as as much as we can on our station. So when you ask me how things were after football was over, well, you know, it's only been about a month since uh, we had our national championship uh, football game, and then we kind of tied into the NFL playoffs for a little bit. Now it's a long, dry spell, and we're trying to uh, leap right into the uh, breach with the college basketball because, once again, we're about the only ones that do college basketball. So we got plenty to do there. I just got some catching up to do. Well, Joe, it kind of reminds me of our childhood in a way because there wasn't a whole lot of information back when we grew up, you in Texas, me in Florida. Oh, there and wasn't hardly any. You're right. My team never got on TV, and it rarely did yours. Uh, it was always seemed like it was uh, uh, the Big Ten team or somebody. Um, we were not recognized down here at all, and you had scraps of information in the paper. That was, And that was about the only people that had – there were no talk shows – there was no, nope. there was no internet, no nope. social uh, media, uh, and nope. so you, when you got some information, you were you were considered to be a prodigy, because you went and read Street and Smith and could tell your neighbor who hired you to cut his grass who was going to be the team you should bet on during the year, and and that you made yourself. Well, a he didn't of actually bucks. he didn't put it exactly like that, but later <laughs> on he told me that's what he was doing. Yeah, you didn't know that at the time, but he was. No, I didn't know that he was betting on games. Yeah. He just come up to me, he'd be talking to me, he'd say, who do you think's going to win this week between Michigan State and Oklahoma? And he wouldn't even mention point spread. Sometimes he'd say, well, how how much do you think they'll win by? Or, you know, like that. And uh, I'd tell him what I thought and uh, went on down the road and, you know, later found out when my sister got married, he gave me the whole, uh, the whole stuff. He said, that was what I did back in those days. And, uh, you know what? I am proud to say we confounded the experts, so to speak. Well, you, but were, you were the there wasn't any, buddy. There wasn't information in those I know, days. That's what I'm saying. Where I got where I got my information would be uh, like on because on television there was one college football game a week on TV. That mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. And uh, but I had the radio and I could get LSU and I could get the humble football network with all the Southwest Conference schools. Mm-hmm. And in those days, there was always two or three games being yeah. played at night and that's where you got your information sure. and the and then the announcers for those teams you know they would uh, you know that they would uh, uh talk about injuries and this school that have their this quarterback's not going to play and this one's going to be out for a while and just stuff like that that never would be in the papers and uh, depending on where you live now when i lived uh, pretty close to uh fort worth the fort worth star telegram uh, they had a pretty good college football section. But, uh, you know, I didn't get my hands on it all the time because sometimes my parents couldn't afford to take the paper. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was, but when I could get my hands on it, I'd read that stuff a lot. But I'd pick my stuff up really by listening to as many college football games as I could at night on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I'm sure you did the same thing. Yeah, well, this this remind folks, this was not XM radio days, okay? <laughs> this wasn't either FM. This was hardcore AM radio with static. That's what you had to listen to. And well, yeah, and they would fade, fade in and out, and uh, you know. But I, I can remember 
I listened on Halloween night to uh, Billy Cannon yeah, at LSU. I, I was old listening to it I right mean, here. I was yeah, in my I car. Tried. I was in my car with, with my girlfriend uh, at the Big D um, and, and drive in, listened to that thing, and my old Plymouth, my battery about to die as I was listening mm-hmm. to it, you know. Uh, and I heard that thing. Of course, you couldn't hear it. The end was so loud at the end there. You couldn't hear what was going on. But right, right. later on, we found out what a remarkable play. One of the great college. If I had to vote for five top college plays, that'd be one of them. But back to your point, Joe, about we didn't have a radio station close by. You were in Gainesville, so you had a little bit of – you had a couple stations you could draw on. But, but, but we listened to the stations like WSM Atlanta – well, he'd have maybe Georgia or Georgia Tech on. We listened to, to um, the Charlotte station, uh, the WBT, where they had some some uh, some Atlantic Coast Conference uh, games on there. We listened to the station in New Orleans, uh, which uh, they used to play music at night from the Blue Room in the hotel, uh, the Roosevelt in the Blue Room. Uh, and uh, they, uh, they carried, I think it was W, what was that station in, um, in, in New Orleans? Oh, WK is it WK? Uh, no, no, I thought no, I'd never no, forget it. Was, uh, it. I thought I'd never forget it. Cause WWL? No. WWL, because there's there's one in Cincinnati called WLW. Uh, and, and so, yeah. yeah, so it was WWL and uh, John Ferguson on the call of LSU games sometimes later on. Right. And it was so. Well, see, at night, at night, you could get stations could that you couldn't up. get during the daytime. That's right. That's you right. could pick them up at night. Hey, hey Joe, course, that's how I heard. That, that's how I, I did it. I could hear. I, my daddy had a big Zenith radio, and I could actually pick up KOX St. Louis in the daytime, which yeah. is unheard of. Mm-hmm. And I would go uh, put a take an antenna, string it up a tree, and go listen to Harry Carey calling Cardinal games. Yeah, we could get KMOX. I think that's what yeah. it was. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's uh, with the football. And then, of course, uh, down there in Texas. Uh, we had the humble football network, so there were always there's always going to be the the humble game of the week on Saturday night, and then like I said, you could get the LSU games that would come in and out, you know, if you listen real close, and that's kind of that was kind of it. They're just uh, uh, you know there was hard to believe, but there were no sports talk show, there's no ESPN, and uh, if you wanted your information, you had to dig for it. That's for sure. For now, sure. you know, you don't have to know anything. You got 15 yeah. different stations. And they're all telling you information that, uh, you know, you you don't have an edge on anybody else. They got the same information right. you do. So. Right. Well, a final thought, and we, this is one we'll pick up next week we talk, and that is that <clears throat> uh, the figures came out on college football and it declined, the numbers declined, the attendance declined quite a bit this year. Um, uh, I don't know what that means. I wouldn't read too much into it because college football is, in my opinion, at an all-time high in popularity. But the numbers don't show it. But going to the game is not what it used to be. When you can get the same kind of experience, better and cheaper at home, where you have internet and everything else that goes with it, uh, and for a lot cheaper. So be honest with you, going to the game is not that big a deal anymore because we get them all. And you're like me, Joe. We wake up when we start college game day. In your case, you wake up at 7, I'm at 9. I'm watching college game day, and I'm watching football till midnight. You know, why would I yeah. want to go and sit in the hot sun at, down at Florida Field someplace or even in the press yeah. box when I got it all at my fingertips, right? Well, yeah, and there's, as we know, there's 25 college football games on television every Saturday. So now we also, we got them Thursday night and Friday night. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really incredible, the the, uh, the coverage and the exposure. Uh, one thing I did find uh, interesting, uh, the NFL in their demographic, 
eight, uh, uh, I think it's men, 18 through 49 a year ago. They, they have dropped uh, percentage-wise. They were like, uh, what, 61% uh, uh, audience. They had 61% of 1849, and that dropped down about 15 to 20% over the year. You can do with that whatever you want to, but uh, that's the thing I think the NFL is worried about is the erosion of their audience, whether you want to blame it on the people that don't stand up for the uh, national anthem or uh, whatever you want to, to say, there's something there. I think uh, the NFL owners are worried about it. They, well, but I wasn't aware about the college football. I thought that maybe the, the uh, television uh, ratings were had been spiking for the last couple of years that they were going up. So yeah, I don't, I don't have those numbers in front of me. I just heard it on the radio, but that that I did hear that that's what it was. So we'll check that out and talk about it. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me on the NFL. There's no question. It's a different different game, different thing. Although the Super Bowl was really terrific, the playoff games. Yeah, it was one of the best ones. One of the best, exactly. Joe Williams, he's on uh, he's on the program uh, out in Denver. Joe, what what is the time on the show? I'm usually on. There, your time about one thirty, I think. But what time are you and Irv and Kenton, the gang, on out there? We're on at one to two in the afternoon, Mountain Standard Time. All right, one to two, Mountain Standard Time, and uh, best sports talk show host in the Rockies, Joe Williams. He joins us every week. Great talking to you, Joe. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, and uh, thanks for having me on your show. Okay, buddy. Thanks. <laughs>